Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net. Well, this month has been a very busy month for us because we're in the process of moving to a new flat. Um, the situation in Germany, particularly in our area, is that there aren't that many free-standing houses, so, and those that are very expensive. So we've been looking for a long time to move to a house out of our rented flat, and we got to the stage where we saw a flat for sale to actually buy, and this had enough rooms that we wanted. It allowed us to expand us a bit more. Um, so we made inquiries, and in the end, we didn't actually buy the flat that we had seen, but one round the corner. But again, it's a nice, big flat um, with space for my office and the rooms and things that we need. And this brought me into a new area of German bureaucracy that I hadn't encountered before, buying property. Now, to buy property, first of all we had the um, the agent who obviously showed us around and arranged the deal, and eventually we met up with a, a lawyer called a notar, who then effectively brokers the deal and does all the paperwork to do with um, land registry and, and things. And this is where it starts getting complicated. You got to the point you've decided you're going to buy the flat, and then you meet up with the seller and the agent and the notar, and go through the contract. The notar by then has already set out the contract with buyer, seller, price, and the information that he's already got from the deeds of the land registry office by then to fill everything out. And it's not only the fact that you buy a piece of land with a building on, like a house, but in fact you buy a por- you're buying a portion of the building, so you buy a portion or a, sh- a share of the land that this building is on, you have your flat that is then your property, but you also own a, pr- a percentage of the cellar and a percentage of the garden and all of this, and it gets um, complicated because it's then referred to by a particular uh, strip of land on a particular page of the land registry for the town, um, which doesn't necessarily match up to the street numbers, street names and the house numbers, and so this is, like I say, a new area of uh, bureaucracy for me to get into. Anyway, once you get into this and you've signed the first contract, well, first of all, you sign a uh, a declaration that you intend to buy. That gets you into the process. And then you sign it with the notar. You sign the contract. And this is something we did a couple of months ago. And we were doing this at the end of um, April to get the flat from July. And then things start moving. So the notar goes to the land registry office and says, we have the intent to buy this, and puts our names down to reserve this flat and piece of land. And then you get into banks. And, of course, we'd already spoken to the bank by then to say we want a mortgage to buy this flat. And went through all sorts of um, things that, particularly as I, as a self-employed person, needed to prove to the bank that we are able to, obviously, fund this mortgage. Having gone through all this, you then have the um, offer from the bank and went back then 
and started to get everything rolling that we had to get the uh, our own portion of the mortgage that we were putting up front the deposit um, into the right place for the bank. The bank needed signatures from various things like life insurance and um, think, uh, there's a thing in Germany called the Bausparvertrag that you actually save up to buy a house before you get the mortgage so you had to get the, the signatures on that and things and this took a, really a good portion of May I think we were going back and forth to various things in May to get these bits of paper signed and over the last week of May we spent uh, quite a while at the bank going through all the paperwork and even then we still had three or four things left to sort out um, including uh, I need a, a sort of a legal representative in Germany being a British citizen should I leave the country who can represent me in the case of the flat being resold or things all this had to be sorted out in advance and uh, all this is going on with the bank and parallel to this the notar is doing his job as well so every so now often we got a, a bill from the notar we got a bill from the um, county court for the work that the town hall had done for us in putting our name down and changing things on the deeds and I think we actually um got to the end of June and finally the money was transferred to the seller and we met up um, a couple of days before the official handover at the weekend and um, we were given the keys and we were able to get in the flat ourselves for the first time because up to then we'd only ever seen it with the agent and we'd taken photos and measurements and things but now we're actually in there and I think a couple of weeks later was sort of the official bit when uh, we finally got a letter, we got the deeds of the property uh, um, with our names on and the final letter from the notar saying thank you for your business, <laughs> we're now finished and now the real work starts with the bank to repay the mortgage obviously but um, if you've never gone through this before I think if you're not organised in advance you're going to suddenly be hit with an awful lot of things to do I, I know when the bank first sent us the offer and said uh, we offer you the mortgage on the following conditions and I think there were about 15 conditions that we had to fulfil before they would um, yeah, give us the money basically and um, you come away from the notar as well and he's got sort of five or six conditions that need to be fulfilled before he can put your name on the deeds one of them of course is that you've paid but uh, um, the other things you we had to collect and you, you go into various offices and he's applying for things the bank's applying for things we're applying for things it's a very big process and just to give you some gauge as to how this went on we saw the flat I think the middle of April we signed the preliminary contract fairly soon afterwards we signed the final contract at the end of April beginning of May and we were going through the process with the bank through May and June I think most of the things with the notar we had by the end of May <sighs> the notar then checks things like that the seller really does own the flat and hasn't got any mortgage outstanding that might have to be repaid that they haven't told us about and then at the beginning of July, end of June, beginning of July, we got the keys to the flat. And since then, we've been in the process of moving. We've been setting up the office and 
we had to go and arrange a fitted kitchen. So while the flat itself is all nicely decorated, the kitchen is still in a bit of a state of, um, we need something doing to it. So we ordered a new fitted kitchen to go in there. And now in the process, we've got to do some work in the kitchen to prepare it. It's got to be redecorated. Um, we're slowly moving furniture, we've done furniture that needs to be taken apart and there's a lot bigger so you can't, we've said we could of course get the removal van or removal company and do everything in one go but um, we've decided to do a lot of it ourselves and so you have a day when you might work in the morning and in the afternoon you do some moving and yeah so looking into August, August is going to be, <laughs> we just keep going, <laughs> I keep working, we keep moving bits and pieces, um, and our big move, the bit where we take all the bits of furniture that fit in a lorry and drive it there, is going to be at the end of August. So I think next month I have more to say about <laughs> removals and, and uh, things in Germany, but at the moment I'm still sort of recovering from the business of getting the uh, flat itself purchased the next step is of course to send out letters to everybody somebody who we have business contacts with who we have any form of um, insurance or contract or anything like that with and um, to give them the new address and I've worked out that if I include every office that I've got to go to in the town hall um, for example for the car for my business um, and all the contracts that we have for insurance and any, shall we say, store cards and things, add it all up, and not including the, my customers, who of course I have to notify as well, I think we've got about 100 addresses, or 100 people to notify of our change of address. So... <laughs> That's going to be the thing on in August, and we've already started that, and, and every now and then you get a letter back saying, thank you for changing your address, your contract now changes as follows, so you're not out of the woods yet, you've still got to, <laughs> you've still got to re-evaluate um, the month and how the contracts are going to run, and most of it you can get in advance, we're fairly well organised in that respect, but um, we're certainly getting a few surprises now and again. Okay, well, that was um, my July. <laughs> um, at the beginning of the year, I talked about a project I was hoping to do for All Things German, which was to go on tour for a certain amount of July. There were three weeks of kindergarten holidays in July, and we hoped to go on tour for most of that and do podcasting and blogging from different places in Germany. Well, we had to put that aside at the moment. Whether we catch up uh, this year, I don't. Uh, no, I can't see it happening myself. So let's uh, get settled in our flat and go back to that project next year. Okay, I shall be back in August with another podcast, hopefully with a bit more information about uh, how much we've moved by then. Okay, bye. If you'd like to listen to this podcast without using your computer, then you can call the following number within Germany. 0931 six six three nine nine three three four zero and listen to the podcast using your telephone. Calls are charged at the normal national rates. This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden, six one four four zero, Oberorsel, Germany. To leave a message in the blog or to join the forum 
please visit www.themondaypodcast.com.